Increased health risks for ATSI people, and these include type 2 diabetes, hypertension, kidney function, cardiovascular risks, hep B and hep C, STIs, uh, hearing issues, alcohol use, domestic violence, uh, cervical cancer through decreased pap smears and anemias. So, the priority health problems. Uh, clinical ones are diabetes, cardiovascular disease, injury, youth suicide, kidney impairment, sexually transmitted diseases, mental health, poor nutrition, hearing and women's health. The priority socioeconomic health areas are education, housing, water, alcohol, domestic violence, men's business and women's business. Uh, the perinatal common problems in ATSI children are low birth weight, asphyxia, and increased rates of infections. And increased preschool problems are failure to thrive, malnutrition, anemia, respiratory infection, diarrhea, disease, hep B, skin infection, UTIs, meningitis, and joint and bone infections. Problems in Later childhood and adolescence uh, include bacterial and viral infections, parasitic infections, substance abuse, and chronic suppurative hepatitis media. Um, so there's extra Medicare health assessment item numbers for Aboriginal health assessments. And this is item 715, and there's three different forms for uh, the length of time. I oh, know for different ages, I think. Less than 15, 15 to 55, and then greater than 55 years old. Uh, so overall, the components of an Aboriginal health assessment include getting contact details and demographics, summary of overall health, child health record, medical history, immunisation status, SNAP assessment, mood, sexual health, uh, doing an examination of height and weight, newborn baby check, teeth and gums, vision, looking for trachoma especially, skin exam, respiratory cardio exam, developmental exam, milestones, making sure the ADLs are up to date, a falls risk assessment, cognitive assessment, whether they can care for others, if there's availability of help and what their environmental living conditions are. So in terms of um, other things that are available, there's uh, federally mandated plan called Closing the Gap. So Closing the Gap is a federal strategy. Its aim is to reduce Indigenous advantage with respect to life expectancy, child mortality, education and employment. Uh, PBS, so with regards to health, there's a co-payment strategy for cost of medications. Um, 
and there's MBSI numbers designed to encourage health assessments. There's practice incentive payments to encourage practices to participate. There's extra health promotion programs and there's sponsorship of Aboriginal medical services directly. So in order to access this funding, people need to be registered with either an AMS or a unencumbered practice. Um, they need to be at sea and living with chronic disease or a risk factor to be registered for eligibility for closing the gap. For medications, there's a specific strategy um, where you write CTG on the script and to access this strategy the clinician has to determine that the patient would experience setbacks in their prevention or ongoing management of chronic disease if they did not have access to subsidised medications. They're unlikely to adhere without assistance through this measure and then prescriptions need to be annotated with CTG. That's it.